And welcome back to The Morning Show. Very, very happy to have you on our team, hitting 10,000 members on our Stop Memphis Crime page yesterday because you guys are active and you care about stopping Memphis crime. So huge shout out to all of you. And we were talking about money just a couple minutes ago with our guys over at FCG, and I saw this study by Pew. We'll have Robin Poffman weigh in in one second. Most Gen Z and millennials are financially dependent on their parents. They looked at it. Gen Zers 18 to 24 are most likely to depend on those parents for financial support. But what Pew found is that parents of these Gen Zers have given up on paying their kids bills. And so now the new trend are these Gen Zers, the 18-year-olds, they're just moving in with mom and dad. My parents would never. Well, ask Robin. Robin, good morning. Can you help us get to the bottom of this as a ma, as someone who has worked all of their life? I don't know. My mom and dad, if I'm 25 years old and I'm still begging for money, they're going to say tough luck. Go get more jobs. Maybe two. Yeah, this is one of my favorite topics. Like, I want to write a book about extreme enabling. Um, From personal experience, I uh, went to college. I was 17 when I graduated high school. Ta-ta, have a nice day. (laughs) And um, I was living in New Jersey. I went to high school in New Jersey. I was expected to go to college. I went to college. Never lived home again after I was 17 years old. My parents wouldn't put up with it. I had to get a job. I had to get a car. I had to figure it out. Um, you know, both my parents uh, are educators, uh, retired educators. My dad at the university level, my mother at high school. And you know what I attribute all of this? I'm going to tell you the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end was during the Obama administration when they extended, Ben, the health care until your 80 years old on your parents' policy. What is it, up to your 25, yeah. 26, whatever the number is? It is outrageous. It should end when the when the child is 21 and considered an adult, and that's when you should be cut off. And I, I would love it. I would absolutely love it if our next president would go back to this because it would incentivize people to go out and work. And I don't care if you're a barista at Starbucks, if you're taking orders at McDonald's, if you're working at Chick-fil-A, if you're working at a local store. Ben, when I was 13, 14, I had a whole bunch of jobs. I babysat. I tutored. I worked in a local card store. Then when I got my working papers, I worked at a department store. I worked at the Gap. I worked at Saxon Avenue. I had all these jobs. I was always working. I wasn't lollygagging around. And this is why we have an entire generation that is extreme, not just enabled, but extreme enabled and sitting in the corner. And lastly, I would add that look at Israel, right? Mm -hmm. In Israel, when you turn 18, you go into the military, unless you have some sort of crazy medical problem, everyone serves. Every man, every woman, you learn how to handle a gun, you learn safety and security, and you learn how to be a grown-up. I mean, 
And we're talking to American journalist Robin Poffman. You hear her on the Todd Starn Show frequently. She's joining Wake Up. You guys know her. It's Robin. You're so right. I mean, as as we flirt with going into World War III, and I don't take any pleasure in that, but under the current commander-in-chief, we might end up in a shooting match with the countries in, in the Middle East. Who knows what will happen with China? But imagine for one second if the memo comes down, Robin, the, the memorandum, which is... We need our young men and women or men to to be drafted and go serve our country. First of all, the biggest challenge now anymore with the rise of social media and this anti-American hatred that we're seeing, I don't even think they would sign their name on the dotted line. We could get into whether they're actually strong and competent. But we've we've raised a generation, Robin, of wusses. And that is a huge concern for our national security. Oh, it is, because we have a bunch of wimps sitting it out in the timeout corner, uh, you know, eating chips in their parents' basement. Um, I'm frankly sick of it, and I have no respect for parents who do this. Now, if the, if the child in question has a medical issue, mental or physical, then you're in different territory. But I'm talking about people that have, you know, two legs that work, a mind that works, two hands, two arms. Uh, two eyes and two ears and a mouth, and you are a functioning person. And, you know, let me say this. There are a lot of handicapped people, people in terrible situations, people that are in wheelchairs for the rest of their life, people with cancer and other diseases yeah. that, guess what, are working. Are They're working. They're working. Uh, there is a local grocery store where I live that, um, hires a lot of handicapped and um, mentally compromised uh, people. They help with the groceries, and they help you out to your car with your groceries if you need help. Uh, people tip them. They have pride. As my grandfather would say, they put their pants on one, one leg at a time and go to work, yeah. and they earn money, and they and they have a sense of self, right? Yes. Like, doesn't it feel good, Ben, when you get that check on Friday? So good. I mean, I will admit, Robin, when the pandemic was handing out these COVID checks like candy, that was pretty nice. But unfortunately, I can't afford Chipotle, uh, Chipotle anymore because you get a burrito and it's $14. But speaking of bubble wrapping our children and a helicopter parent, look no further than The View co-host Sarah Haynes. And I'm going somewhere with this. So she's making headlines, and this goes to the big controversy with Taylor Swift. Some on the right believe that the Biden administration, and there's no question they're going to try to buy for her, her endorsement. Will it mean anything? Who knows? But Sarah Haynes, I guess, for the four years under a pro- Trump presidency, could not actually turn on her TV, Robin, because of the president's rhetoric. Take a listen to this and cut number six. Everyone should want voters. In a healthy democracy, voting is your yep. currency, and you want more voters. And you earn your the vote. The right has not been a, a hero for that because they haven't won the popular vote since 2000 or 2004. Or I don't know. It's been a long time. So they don't want more voters. But I think the, the bigger thing here that they're missing, as a parent of young kids, I want people that my kids can watch. Taylor Swift is undisputably a great role model. She's a woman that when you watch her music, all the things, my child can watch them. Do you know what my child can't watch? News. When you turn it on, I literally had to hide news for four years while Donald Trump was in because as they're learning what a president of the United States is, I didn't want to say, yeah, and that's him right there. So I couldn't even announce the president until Biden and Vice President Harris. I hide the news from my husband. That's a role model, and that's what the Republicans should be focused on. 
All right, Robin, take a crack at that. <laughs> yeah, well, in one word, whoever's talking there is a dope. And um, I respect the presidents of the United States, whether they're Democrats or Republicans. That You know, you still have to respect the office of the presidency. And this also goes back to Obama, by the way. Remember when they started allowing kids to tour the White House and, and wear flip-flops and yeah. a T-shirt? That, yeah. that level of disrespect also I'm, I'm against all that like dress up look like look like a human being right like put some clothes on um put some shoes put some shoes on <laughs> you're um, in the white house but it, you're in the white house after all exactly um <laughs> but that woman is delusional and that's why her kids are going to be naive fools and you have a lot of people that still don't really get what is going on. I had a big argument this morning with someone on social media who's an extreme liberal from uh, New Jersey, what I call liberal land, and this person doesn't get it. And I said to them, listen, he goes, oh, when did you become so far to the right? And I didn't even answer him. I said, it's not about left or right. I was in two terrorist attacks. That was in the 93... uh, World Trade Center radical Islamic bombing. I covered the federal trial of the blonde shake. I was in September 11th, radical Islam. October 7th in Israel, is about, Hamas is about radical Islam. We as Americans need to understand what the fight is about then. This is not, you know, just people shooting at each other. There, there's yeah. a reason. You're, you're fighting an ideology. And people need to open a history book. How about opening your phone and using your phone as a history book and learning what's going on and what the fight is actually about and get educated? And you will see that it's not about Democrats or Republicans, because let me tell you something, Ben, the terrorists don't care how you vote, yeah. but, they, but they are wow. intimidated by strength and they were really intimidated by Donald Trump because <laughs> they knew that if they acted up, he would, you know, hit the button and order that a top terrorist could be vaporized. Kaboom. And, you know, we need to stop being bullied. You know, what are we, what are we up to? Almost 170 attacks. And now we've had three amazing uh, soldiers, U.S. military, two women and one man, all from the state of Georgia who were blown up on that yeah. case, and we're sitting, we're sitting around twiddling our thumbs, really? And something you said on the program when you joined me, I believe it was two months, maybe three months ago, and it stuck with me, because anytime we talk about the southern border, we're talking about cartels, we're talking about fentanyl, which are killing Americans, by the way. But something you said stuck out to me, and it, it makes me shudder a little bit to know that everything you just said, all of those threats, radical jihadists, are coming into the, it's not if they're coming up through our southern border, it is coming through our our southern border. So the question now is not if we will see this, it is a matter of when we will see an attack here domestically, much like we saw on uh, 2001 on September 11th, excuse me. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's the same, it's the same crew of thugs that hit us on 90, in 93 when they put the bomb under the World Trade Center, hoping to topple the towers. And, you know, you go through the airport and you're on the airplane with uh, some young people and, and, and they don't understand why they're doing the things they're doing. They don't know about Richard Reed, the shoe bomber, who wanted to take down an airplane in the aftermath of 9-11 with, with you know, explosives in the guy's shoe. So they don't understand 
how the Department of Homeland Security was even um, created under George Bush, the son. Mm -hmm. They don't know the why behind anything, and that's the danger. So any grandparents or parents that are in the listening audience of KWAM, and I know that there's a ton, um, you need to educate your kids and your grandkids as to the why behind the things we are doing. It's not about your shampoo or hairspray or hair gel. It's about Richard Reed, who had chemicals in, in vials and in his shoes and wanted to take down a plane. People need to understand what's going on and why we're doing the things we're doing, Ben. And wake up. All right, Robin, going to leave it there. Thank you, as always. American journalist Robin Poffman, she's spot on. Everything she says sometimes and oftentimes comes to fruition because she's knowing these issues better than anybody. Thank you, Robin. You're welcome.